and welcome to the 267 podcast. I'm Ben, employee at the 267 project, joined by my usual co-host, the little munchkin, Mike Palin. Hello. <laughs> Is that your little munchkin voice? Hello. A bit creepy. Also by new employee of the Seven Project on her first day. Hello. Ellie. And I don't know your second name. Yeah. Catelyn, which Ellie people Catelyn. struggle with a lot. Catelyn. Catelyn. And is it Ellie's not short for anything? No, it's just Ellie. See how? Yep. And interestingly, she found out on the house party four Ellies. Yeah. But none of them were short for Eleanor. Right. But I was the original one because I was. You were the original. You were just Ellie. Yeah. There we go. I mean. You guys haven't known each other long, but I'm assuming by this point you're pretty much best friends. Yeah. Uh, so I'm expecting, we're going to go back to the old intro of <laughs> I want you to describe each other in three words. Okay. Uh, and then when we do this in another year or something, we can see wow. how those three words have changed. Might not be talking to me in a year. That's true. <laughs> we normally are, my soul. The office, well, I've known you... the divider in the office will have been put in. By I'm then. a big fan of that anyway. You know, that sort of office divider, little cubicles that you get. I can't have wanted, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Personal space. The ones we're now being depressing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, we've known each other, what, not even a year? It can't even be a year. No, and it was more through Kirsty than anything. Kirsty Payman, yeah. legend. Yeah. Because uh, you used, no used to work my wife. Yeah. So I, I, shall I go first then? Um, so Ellie, so I've known you, yeah, maybe eight months. Let's go with... So I think of three words. Yeah. Um, three words. Okay. Bold. I'm going bold. Yeah. She's very bold. I love that about her. You're welcome to renounce any of this. <laughs> <laughs> no, like that. Okay, bold. I'm going um, articulate. Okay, interesting. I like listening to her. Yeah. And it's hyphenating, if you say it really quickly, on fire. Well, it's on fire. Oh, say it really quick. Yeah, if you say it really quick, it's one word, Ben. Well, that's just... yeah, yeah. Now I'm having to rethink what I was going because one of the words was going to be brownies for you because you always make really good brownies. Is I... that does that count? Has it got I to be that? You're defining traits. Yeah. Making brownies. Yeah. Brownies. Is it true? So baker. That would be a baker. <laughs> <laughs> but no. Yeah, I think I prefer brownies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we make birthday cake. Mm. Uh, good as or no. say encouraging. Very encouraging. Um, and but this is like three words down to earth. I don't, could I have to use one word? Two yeah, two. So really so quick. Down to earth. There you go. There you go. Nice. <laughs> it's now one word. A one word. You're saying I'm articulate. Yeah. And I'm not using very articulate words. So, <laughs> is that, are you sure? What's the written articulate, Ben? Um, is there a word for it, or can not, you be an I'm articulate? Not articulate enough to know. <laughs> there must be. Okay, must people, be. email like, in. I guess just literate. But it also yeah, but that seems demeaning, doesn't it? That means yeah. just you can string a word because together. Because if you're not literate, that just you're means illiterate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I, well, I, well, it's twofold because I read your second application. Yeah. And then we went for a walk in the graveyard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. As all employees get Ev- taken No, to everyone that. who knows me knows I love a graveyard. This is no, where you'll <laughs> end up after the project. <laughs> yeah. Normally that happens at the end of a career. Yeah. Mm. And so the articulate articulation articulateness yeah came from the Ooh, the form and the walk in the graveyard and i just thought uh, this girl makes sense it's quite prophetic isn't it you're talking about the, yeah. the dry bones yeah we went for a walk in the graveyard my uh verse for the year is the ezekiel dry bones that god breathed and they stood up and there was a vast army and that's i think our year wow well that's a good good leading to i guess our overall topic which is ourselves <laughs> uh, this will be a very indulgent uh 
episode, I think, but we're doing a taking stock of the project. Uh, where are we? If you're someone who's involved with the project or maybe haven't been involved with the project for a little bit and want to know what we're up to at the moment, I think this will be a good episode to do. Mm. And looking back and looking forward, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And I think early coming in has given us that chance to just... Actually, the culmination of everything in the past is almost like... I think Ellie's going to take us... She's almost going to up our level, our game a little bit. No pressure. No, no. <laughs> she eats pressure for breakfast. I just had breakfast with her. I saw her eat pressure. Oh, I thought she had a full English. She did have a full English. Oh, I ate it very quickly as I well. I had pancakes. Nice. With That's bacon. All with bacon. Yeah. I didn't go veggie bed. I, I wouldn't allow it. I went veggie for a bit. Yeah, no, he was saying, he said that you're both meat lovers, but then you've kind of gone to yeah, the other side a little bit. I'm reducing meat, I feel upset about it. But it's good, it's good. good. Ellie's fasting for 40 days of dairy and sugar, Ben. How cool is that? But then I accidentally ate butter today. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was accidental. Yeah, it was. And a big question was, Ben, are eggs dairy? See, forget all the stuff no. about faith. Correct. We weren't sure, and then the guy said, no, they're not. No. They're it always confuses me, though. Is that the definition I, of dairy? Is that, that the, the definition What about goat's milk then? I guess that's true. Just I don't know why I always thought sheep dairy. Goat's cheese. Milk. Sheep's milk. Goat's cheese. I wonder what the definition what is. What makes something is dairy? Is it from cattle? Do you know what? Are they cattle? Guys, goat's class is cattle. up if you're listening at home. <laughs> I'm googling what makes something dairy quickly. We interrupt this riveting conversation about dairy to bring you our shout out for the podcast. Uh... This podcast, we just wanted to shout out our own trustees and say thanks for all the hard work they've been doing over the past year. So that's a shout out to Sean, Jane, Nigel, Kate, Anne, Dave, Hannah and Tori. Thanks for all the hard work you guys do and here's to another year of growth. Now back to the podcast to answer the question that's got everyone on the edge of their seats. What is dairy? Milk from mammals. Milk from mammals. That's the definition. Of dairy. Of dairy. What I like is that people have heard a pause and then just milk from milk mammals. mammals. Mm. Great. Well, almost like we knew the answer. Yeah. And yeah. we didn't need to Google it at all. No, we definitely haven't. Just <laughs> also, did it cut out the whole Googling thing? Tangent. Well, no, I've just said Google now, so we can't. <laughs> Great. <laughs> My okay. friend said, don't use Google, use something called Ecosia. It's apparently they plant trees and they're not a big global crop. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What was that? Uh, 12 people they're asking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, yeah, anyway, so I thought a good place to start would be as I started interning a few months ago this time last year. Wow. Uh, your big thing was for that year, you didn't want to do anything that didn't have an impact. And that's where the wrestling name, Big Impact. I thought my wrestling name would be Big Impact. Because I said, I don't want to do anything that doesn't leave a mark. Yeah. And you wrestled with them? No. Yes. no that would be a very different podcast. <laughs> oh, that's what you said. Impact. No. I, <laughs> we joked about being big, being, oh, okay, big yeah. impact being my wrestling. But I said, I, was, I didn't want to keep on doing things just because we've already done them. Mm-hmm. And so I said, anything we do this year, I want it to have the ability to leave a mark. So not that sort of ticking over stuff. Mm-hmm. So our word or our theme for last year was impact. How do that's we leave an impact? Hence, lots of wrestler gags. So, uh, yeah. So, if I can throw the question back at you, Ben, what has been the impact in fifteen months? 
What, of the whole project? Uh, that you've seen. Because oh. you were there at the beginning of the impact conversation. Yeah. And you're now at the beginning of this next... Having been impacted. Um, I've never jumped on you. No. I don't think you would. You know I don't like physical contact. Yeah. He doesn't like physical I'm not sure how I'd react. What, none at all? No physical contact? Not even a, a little a cuddle? A, pre- war- a pre-warmed one-arm hug. No, yeah. that's that's the dream. Yeah, a pre-warmed one hug that doesn't last more than a second. Okay. So, to go bed. so I never used to like, you know when people just hug for the sake of it, like, oh yeah, hi, and I always used to be against that, but then when I became a Christian, I don't know, just started out dishing out hugs. Yeah, it's fine. I guess I'm not Christian. A firm, <laughs> Sorry. a firm slap on Ben's upper flank. I think it's a good... Get away from my flank, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> a good old... Whip. You may not touch either my upper nor my lower flank. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> so yeah, well, impact yes, Ben. Impact. Because um, you've journeyed with us. So I think we've swapped up a lot of our events and how we've run them. Uh, was it? Did we have our first EXO, St Albans? You're about that, yeah. Uh, so we've done a whole new event. We've had our conference, which was refueled. Yeah. We've changed up how we do fuel. We're yep. on tour now by our t-shirts. <laughs> uh, we've Haven's growing massively. Haven's schools have started this year. Yeah. This is uh, like a test for Ben. This is very impressive. You're nailing this, mate. Yeah. This is I'm just thinking, I'm work. looking forward to next year when I can do I know, this. you'll be doing this. There'll be loads of things. What have, What has God breathed life into yeah. will be your one. You've hired a fantastic new employee who's started a podcast with you. <laughs> uh, oh, I thought you were talking about me then, a person, then I heard the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we'll hold off on the fantastic. We'll, we'll come back to that. It's only a Van? Uh, yeah, new van, uh, big donations, big fundraising events, all the wine tasting, the golf day, uh, and three retreats, or weekends yeah. away, type yeah. things. Wow. Which I think is our whole year. Big impact. Just about, right? Yeah, but I think in everything else that, in between. I've mentioned things we've sort of tweaked and changed as we've gone along. Like um, podcasts. Podcasts were a new thing. Brand new. And how many, will we up to 10 now, Ben? I think this, this is 11. 11. This will be 11. Yeah. So they're a big change in the last 12 months. And they've been, not to reveal our viewer analytics, but pretty well received. Yeah. Uh, and we fuel, from September, we live Instagrammed and Facebooked our fuel events. Mm-hmm. So it was mainly it was for the students that were just going to uni for the first time. They could watch fuel. Um, and we've done that twice, so we'll be doing that again this month. So watch out. I don't know whether this will be out by fuel. Depends what mood Ben's in. If yeah. this is out by the twenty, where are we? Twenty sixth of Jan. I've got nothing to do for the next two weeks. After <laughs> this, so look forward to a new podcast every day. <laughs> well, you've probably got three to come, haven't you? I think we've got four. There we go. Four to be uploaded. We might up Ellie's up the ranking. Get Ellie's done first. Oh yeah. Wow. Priority. Fine. Employee perks. Employee perks. Yeah, yeah. It's a good job, but I like talking, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> That's always an advantage. So, uh, what do you think has been sort of the biggest change? Well, come through some insight from Ellie. Wow. Yeah. But what do you think has been the biggest impact? I don't, I don't think it's a thing. I think we have changed our. I think we. It's interesting, Ellie, sort of building on this I think we've changed our game face effectively we've we joked just now about actually 2012 being almost puberty for us uh, we actually grew up 
and we started realising that God was in 267 and we've seen growth since then and I think last year was a bit more like almost like maybe going from in adulthood well I was thinking maybe from amateur to professional Ooh. I think it was almost like a, actually you've got a you, you're in a bigger sphere you've got to practice more you know play harder you've got to invest more it's more serious in sense of this is important and I think everyone the trustees the team supporters have also picked up on that actually God took it to this place where we've we've done loads of work for 13 years but actually that's enabled us to move forward and grow and I talked to Delia over breakfast about actually someone prayed into us a couple of years ago about going deeper rather than wider and so we really invested in the people really closest to us but actually I think God's wanting to say to us now I want you to have depth and breadth so I think it's almost like if we hadn't gone deep we wouldn't have been able to go wide because we'd have been shallow and shallow is not good whereas actually if you're deep and then you can go wide you have all those deep things and I think I couldn't have done that on my own so one of the reasons Ellie's joining us is to help that expansion depth yeah the expansion, the depth breadth thing yeah. be be uh, a possibility great it's like laying the foundations isn't it yeah to work on I remember church leader was telling me there was a book called The Vine and the Trellis and it was all about how do you spend time on the trellis, which is the thing that holds the vine, or do you spend the time on the vine, which is the fruit? Mm. So do you do things that enables the fruit to happen, or do you just focus on the fruit? And I think it's got to be both. Yeah. And I think maybe we've had 13 years of trellis building and preparing and strengthening with lots of fruit. Mm. But I think now we're at a point now with the team in place, trustees in place, God's enabled supporters to give us money, we're known, and I think now we're going to see some real growth. And it does feel like in ambition, mm. sort of our ambitions from when I was starting 15 months ago, yeah, versus the things we're talking about looking at doing over the next four years, certainly scaling up and building massively in scale, not necessarily in numbers, but in scale of what we do I think. yeah we're not talking about hollowed out volcano bond baddie scaling <laughs> up <laughs> although so I asked you earlier, ask earlier a question so what does Christian ambition look like because I think there's a sense that ambition could be seen as a negative thing it's almost like an ego thing whereas actually I think we should be ambitious and bold as Christian what does Christian ambition look like so you've come into this, this is day one this yeah. is your very first day and we've spent the morning almost building this picture of what we want to do yeah and it's quite ambitious so what what is christian ambition um i don't know the first thing that comes to mind for me i don't know like christian ambition i just think the first thing is just literally like it can't come from ourselves like it always has to come from a place of god so we can have our own fleshly ambition right and it's quite easy to mix that if we're not properly in relationship with god so i think anything after the kingdom but also, like I said, I think in even my, um, what's it called, my application, that I feel like I'm a very ambitious person, but I have to make sure that it's going in within God's will. Um, and it's quite easy to go outside of God's will because um, we might think that we're doing something that God wants us to do because that's what God kind of wants us as Christians to do, but actually it might not what... I'm trying to think how to fit. I'm getting all embarrassed. No, I don't mean. Um, yeah, no, for example, like you, you could be feel like you're doing the right thing being a pastor but actually that's not what god calls you into mm. but you're being ambitious so you have christian ambition um but if god's called you to be a cleaner then i think you should be ambitious in that area yeah that makes sense. yeah yeah 
don't know if you, I don't know how you, you want to cut that up. We don't care. I like that. It's good. It's real. Yeah. I think this is the wrestle, isn't it? Is that should we want the, the very best? I think sometimes we have this sort of Christian self-deprecatingness where we just want to, we don't want to push ourselves forward and we don't want great things when actually... I remember years ago, I think it was one of our first fuels, we had a thing, Hoggate, we named it, Ben. It was Hoggate. Uh, and it was, we wanted a hog roast to end our year. And it was it was quite like 1,100 quid, which early days of the project, that probably was quite a quite a reach. Now I spent that on your breakfast this morning, you know, <laughs> happily do it. Um, but I remember somebody saying to us, oh, why didn't you just go down Budgeons and get some cheap burgers for the kids? And for me, that made me really angry because it was just like, yeah. well, if you were hosting at your home, would you just go and get... Just anything. Anything. But actually, or would you, if you were to put me on it, it would say something about the person in your home. Actually, I want you to feel welcome. I want you to feel blessed. And that almost affirmed my feeling, actually, that everyone's youth and children's ministry should be the very best it can be. And we should be cheering it on and bigging it up. And I'm not going to be ashamed of the skills God has given me or anyone on my team and I should want them to be the very best at what they're doing and be okay with success and fruit. I think what you said, I think the key is almost actually have you got people around you to keep you grounded and humble and that's where accountability comes in. If Most of the times you see in a church where an ego and ambition have gone wrong is when someone's really been on their own mm. and they've not been accountable or they've not allowed themselves to be accountable because they've got too big and so no one's had the guts to say, Hang on a minute. Whereas if we're in a family and this ministry here where we're really accountable, then actually if I start having sort of delusions of grandeur, mm-hmm. someone's going to come up to me and say, Mike, that's a little bit about you and not about yeah. the ministry or God or the kingdom. So I think it really good accountability enables you to be everything God's called you to be. Great. No, that's really good. I think uh, almost mimicking that, maybe not on the same money scale, but... Uh, Recently at House Party, we had our full English, uh, which is breakfast is becoming a theme <laughs> of the podcast. But uh, and it was mentioned that we hadn't ordered hash browns, and maybe the most passionate response we've ever had from any young people ever of booing. You say passionate response, I say anarchy and mutiny. It, it was, was carnage. So why didn't? Why was there no? I just ordering? forgot. Oh, so I then, ordered everything else. To but hash browns are Mike very Lynn. important. Right, I know hash browns are important now. Mike then came to me and said, Ben, we need to work out a way to get some hash browns because the project will collapse otherwise, I think was your rough words. So we then ordered 50 hash browns from McDonald's, which cost far too much. But and they delivered them? Uber Eats, man. Uber Eats. Wow. Yeah. 20 minutes later, fish bosh. That's good. Straight and everyone was happy. Bush. The piece was restored. Oh, more they were happy. They were more than happy. They felt... One person said it was their highlight of the week. I know. <laughs> I know. Which is slightly worrying. And we had someone healed from being paralysed. <laughs> and yet the hash brown was still the highlight. No, we didn't, sorry. Uh, it, was, uh, it was bizarre, but there is that sense that actually it spoke a lot into how we thought about them. Yeah. I don't, I'm unashamed of spending 50 quid on hash browns because yeah. of what it did. Yeah. The impact that it had. Exactly. People felt invested. Yeah. Which is all that... Like I think youth aren't used to being invested in yeah. in that way. I remember sort of when I was growing up in the project, I always felt like you know ordering in a Domino's and things was arguably slightly extravagant, but also 
is a way of people going, you're willing to do something that I enjoy mm. and not because it's a financially sound decision. Yeah. Which sometimes it's nice not to feel like an equation. Yeah. As a youth. We've got a very understanding treasurer. Yes. Well, and we just, you know, hide some things. <laughs> Yeah. The thing for me, though, like especially with my youth group and what I seem to find myself thinking wherever I go, if I if I wouldn't enjoy being there, then why would I expect other people to yeah, enjoy being exactly. there? Um, That's a yeah. good point. So what does 267 look like with an Ellie flavour? That's what I was going to say. Yeah, and we're not expecting you to know everything about the project or anything like that, but what's your sort of... You will be judged. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there is a quiz and it will be marked, but... <laughs> Uh, what's your sort of vision for what you want to bring to the project? I am just really looking forward to getting stuck in and just, yeah, like I said to Mike before when we were eating breakfast, I'm just really good at build, building relationships, mm. which I, w- I wouldn't, not not like blow my own trumpet, but I just seem to really be able to connect well with lots of different people and that's what I enjoy doing. So I think just bringing a lot more people on board and... Just being that person that goes, oh yeah, Ellie's that girl that works for 267. And yeah, just kind of being the bridge, I think, for other, for well, if I build a relationship and then Mike can come in and do his thing or whoever needs to come and do their thing. So I think that's so far. But then the whole event stuff, I'm really, I've, I have no idea what that's going to look like because there's no, nothing that I've ever You're looking before. forward to residentials, aren't you? Yeah. Because you popped in for a day and a house party. What did it look like? What did you see in that house party day? Because you walked her in, you're a lovely little boy. Yeah. And he didn't want to leave, no. which is wonderful. And neither, neither did I, actually, <laughs> to be honest. So what, what did, with that, because we, we've talked a lot about our love for residentials, the importance of taking people away. And So what did you see in that day that made you excited about doing residentials with us? I think I said it as well, didn't I, when I was there, it sort of felt like family. Mm. And I think that's really important. And I think just coming along and being part of the kids' journeys and just, again, building relationships, but being family to other people that might not necessarily feel like they have that at home. Um, And, yeah, just being a part of what God's doing and being used by him in different ways. And we don't always know what we're being used for. Yeah. Um, And interesting, we've already had a conversation about about what I love about Ellie as well, which I think I'm going to see, is seeing the whole, but also seeing the one. And you've got this real vision. You've already we've already talked about a couple of individuals that you know you've got a heart for, but then you've got yeah. a heart for oh. ministry as a whole. And I think it's a real beautiful way that God sometimes uses people's skills because I'm I yeah I'm not knocking myself here, but I don't think I have the one vision the same as other people. Like my wife really has the the one. She will yeah make a beeline for someone that yeah. she feels really clearly she needs to pour into, and. It's such a beautiful gift because that person then feels really valued. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's what we're about. Yeah, and yeah. I think almost opposite. I'm probably good at seeing the one, but not always good at seeing yeah. the whole picture. Right. And sometimes I forget that I need to go with everyone if I'm really feeling called to speak to someone. Uh, so I think having someone that has a great balance of that will be <laughs> massively valuable. We'll see, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see how I do. Yeah. Well, your first residentials, the little ones. Okay. So yeah, years three, those. four, five, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. We should... Well, no, actually, the first big event, you'll be, you'll have an excite and a wine tasting under your belt by then. Oh. Ah. You'll be... I can't you'll wait for the wine tasting. 
more intestines a good crack, isn't it? And you're getting involved in fuel as well. Yeah, so. everything yeah. as much Great. as possible, Great. really. Yeah, yeah, we'll probably have a sort of order of things, but yeah, sure. fuel definitely. Amazing. Which would be fun. So you've done what? One fuel, two fuels. Two fuels. Two fuels, a couple of wine tastings, exo. <laughs> golf, even golf days you got excited about. Oh, yeah. golf days, great. Oh, <laughs> you can come round, round, round with me. In the, in the, the buggy. Yeah. Yeah. I said that was the selling point. Because you get to see everyone as well. That totally got me there last year. I feel like, yeah, so it was just my, it was my birthday on Monday, but on the Sunday I went to a crazy golf, so I feel like that was getting me in practice for the golf day. Yeah, don't tell golfers that. <laughs> They'll get really stressed. Get a little bit serious. Well, maybe it wasn't a good sell for myself, but I did say to Mike, if I was investing, I wouldn't have hired myself and I would have just brought a golf buggy for the project. Uh, because... Well, if anyone listening wants to buy us a golf buggy, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure I could think of something. Or hire me. Or hire, or hire Ben, yeah. I'll or pay, pay for Ben for the year, it'd be fine. Yeah. Somebody did give us a golf buggy one year for our Love Christmas thing. Amazing. We had a golf buggy for the day, which we turned into Santa's sleigh. Oh, wow. And then we had a snow machine... And we took people on sleigh rides on this golf buggy that we turned into Santa's sleigh and then drove through snow to visit Santa's Cry. That's nice. That was a good day. Yeah, that sounds like a... You were doing more on Hot Chocolate Cafe, went mental, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Because it was a cold day. Yeah, We do everything. We do everything in the project. It's so bizarre. Yeah, I think that is the thing. It's, It's almost quite hard to sort of pinpoint where we're heading because... I think that's probably then one of our growth things as well, Ben, is we won't be doing everything. We might be a little bit more targeted, Ooh. I think, probably. I think we'll still potentially be open to everything, but I think there's some things we'll probably go, actually, by not it. doing that, it enables us to really grow that at the speed and at the pace that we feel called to invest. And I think it's interesting. So Ben, while we're recording this podcast, is sitting in front of our tribe wall, which sounds almost quite archaic, is <laughs> that... Actually, we felt, well, I felt really challenged last year. I had a conversation with someone who'd been part of a, a ministry for four years and told me he didn't feel part of it. Yeah, I remember. And didn't feel part of the tribe. And I, it made me feel really sad that four years is a long time. That's more than most jobs. Yeah. And so we, uh, I came back from the Birmingham Youth Ministry weekend and said, actually, I want to I build a tribe, not so that we have a tribe, but that actually anyone that's serving God within youth and children's work, we want to value them and include them and tell them this is what we can do to help you in your ministry. So now behind Ball, there's Paul, uh, Ben, there's a wall with photos of people in our tribe. And there's maybe, what, I don't know, 20 up there and some organisations. And yeah. But I'm the only one with the silly face as well. There's two pictures. Well, that's not strictly true, is it? <laughs> I mean, some of them are just... Naturally, Naturally silly face. Yeah. I mean, Liz is dressed as a pirate. Nichols. Where? Top middle. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I like was on that you found the one bad photo of Ben Nichols. Because an yeah. annoyingly photogenic man. Always good to... Yeah, I just needed one that didn't have his jeans in it because they're a safeguarding issue. Yeah, one day we'll get him to cover his knees. <laughs> skinny jeans. <laughs> oh, um, I was going to say they were baggy. No, the opposite. <laughs> like, too <laughs> far the opposite as well. Yeah. Um, so this year, I'm lit. We've bought a Polaroid camera, which we're all a big fan of anyway, with yeah. some film. And whenever anyone comes into the office, or we have Ellie has breakfast with them, or I do, and we say, "Look, we want to, we want to encourage your ministry. You know, resource grow, celebrate. That's what we're around. Be part of our tribe, and then we will then look at this wall and we'll 
pray for you and we'll check in with you and we'll take you out to breakfast so that then we'll meet people as the whole at our events but then actually in those sort of dark days when it, everything's difficult when you're having a bad day when you we talked about being alone in the office if you're mm -hmm. the only one on the team we can then step in and cheer you on so we've got our own team up there we've got some of our trustees up there we've got interns up there we've got schools workers up there and so yeah we want to grow that tribal so that actually that board by the end of 2020 is full of people that we say uh, be part of our tribe which is quite fun so we're doing our first tribe trip in February yeah 24-hour tribe retreat cool so we invite everyone maybe not everyone can come but we'll see <laughs> exactly being here, everyone likes to be invited it's like mm. you said isn't it yeah it's the invite it's key so looking forwards you've you've been changing quite a lot recently it's, is it fair to say because I think we discussed this in our podcast about what was it about like eight months ago you had a little bit of a crisis mm. Um, mm. a sort of yeah I wouldn't say what kind of crisis but a crisis uh, you not wanting to mention the word midlife then I might not <laughs> <laughs> yeah. mid mid ministry yes <laughs> what that is midlife I think I'm past midlife that game threw up you I mean you know be optimistic what is midlife I don't know I don't know if there's a year but uh, I didn't want to want to assume you know, you're out. Do we need now. to stop the podcast and Google when is midlife crisis? No. We need to <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Uh, no, I wrote on my board the words "Is it enough?" Because I was, it's gone now, thankfully. Because <laughs> I was like, "Is what I do enough? Was it enough for me?" And yeah, I was wrestling with. I think. Oh yeah, I was about eight months ago. You're right, Ben. It was. I was wrestling with whether the project was naturally coming to an end, whether God was calling me somewhere else, um, whether it was enough. Whether I, yeah, it was, it was a it weird was, time. It was strange for me to watch because I think for a couple of weeks you almost sort of retreated into mm, yourself yeah. a little bit, which really? I'm not used to seeing because you're yeah, such a big personality. But, yeah, uh, so this was last year? Yeah. Because there was a little yeah. period I went through last year where I was just like, it wasn't saying that is it enough. I was just acknowledging that there was so much more but I was getting frustrated right. because I knew that there was so much more especially to well, to life and to the kingdom and I didn't feel like I was being a part of it mm. um, so I think they're important questions that you have to ask yourself you must fight through them don't you and was it your very intelligent son that <laughs> yeah. came up with an answer after debating I think with everyone in the office and us all trying to tell you probably the same thing he then yeah. managed to sum it up perfectly with what was it he said well we were sitting he was sitting having dinner and he was watching something on the ipad and so and if you know any sort of nine-year-old boy to get them to look up from the screen isn't always the easiest thing mm -hmm. my boy's pretty good he doesn't spend loads of time but he he was watching a program having his dinner and i asked him i said Zach, i don't know what to do i'm I don't know what to do about the project. Uh, I really like it, but I just don't know what to do. And he literally stopped the iPad and he looked at me and he goes, Dad, 267's great. Keep doing it. And then when you don't want to do it anymore, I'll do it. And I was just like, okay, that's yeah. the clearest answer I needed. Like that. And even now, even this week, when we were talking about jobs, he wants to be a teacher in primary school because he wants to teach all subjects. And then he'll pause and go, or I could just do what you're doing and carry on 2-7. I'm like, oh, okay, we've got options here. Yeah. Um, so I think there was part of it was that simplistic, or that simple, not simplistic, simple answer. Yeah. 
that it is enough. So actually, the words just the tone changing. But also for me, it was actually God just needed to remind me of why I love what I do. And it probably was a little bit of an ego thing that did I feel it was enough for me to make me look good when actually I think that was the the humbling element that God Mm. said, actually, it isn't about you. Well, it's not all about you. My mentor once said, it's not all about you, but it is about you because if you're in it, then... And I think that was that wrestle I was going through that actually I came to the point of realising it's not all about me, but it is about me. But actually, God is using me and it's good. And I think that was almost then... We went to the away day in September, didn't we? And there was this sort of weird revelation that I had about so many things that the trustees almost shocked the trustees and it, we came out of it with this sort of free, freedom was our word from the away day that I, both Claire and I both felt hindered and I sort of shared a few things and we felt really free after it and ever since then September we've been yeah it's been freedom mm. you know and then we started singing that song a lot with Zach Loves which is where the spirit of the Lord yeah. there is free yeah. and, uh, and yeah and we are where we are now and I'm yeah, I am more excited than ever, and yeah, I think sometimes we go through these times, don't we? Because I think it's a spiritual battle. I think it's a physical battle. That when we're weary, it was an end of term thing. I think uh, there's a like you said about frustration. I think I sometimes get frustrated at the pace of things, yeah. and anyone who knows who works with churches knows that um, the pace of things so isn't so. their strength, uh, but people are their strength, and so I think I started having people around me that really helped me with that and so we're we're we are i t- I text all the trustees this week and said i hope you're all ready um because i feel you need to be strapped in yeah. i feel this is going to be our most significant and impactful year yet and then shared about dry bones coming to life so Brilliant. Amen. that's where we are so having looked back a bit i think with that sort of new spirit, what are the things that both of you, and I'll probably jump in as well, are excited for in the next year coming? What's the things that you're sort of anticipating? I know we've talked a bit about retreats and house party and things for Ellie. Uh, yeah, I know personally I'm really excited for our new 2020 challenge. Yeah, our fundraising. Yeah, absolutely. chat about that for a second? Yeah, we, yeah. We yeah, I should really, and I was quite excited about it as well. That actually we've got enough, thankfully we've got enough money to run our year, but we've got this sort of big vision that we want our own venue, our own space that can do numerous things linked to our ministry to bless youth and children's ministry and churches and bless leaders and and so we wanted to do this thing called the 2020 challenge where we're going to do 20 challenges in 2020 in 267 days, yeah. everything from ridiculously I signed up to the St Albans Half Marathon having never done more than 10k and we're gonna gonna be really fit yeah (laughs) we shall see um (laughs) and we're climbing snowden as a group with a bunch of young people which is quite fun so the idea being that we can do lots of fundraising events but that will fundraise towards our venue but actually it will raise the profile of it and it will highlight it so that people can be thinking of it and my dream is that actually if two three four hundred people who are in our network and supporters know we're thinking about this if someone just has a conversation with someone saying uh, I've got this farmhouse that mm-hmm. I don't use anymore. Why anyone would say that? But the economy of God is so much more creative than us. Or, you know, I've got this, uh, or the church, a church, to say I've got these buildings. That the more people know about our dream, then it might come back to us. 
And so, yeah, we're doing some crazy things from building a cardboard fort and sleeping outside in it to me learning some magic to an Avengerthon, an art gallery, an Avengerthon. And I told Ellie about the two that got culled. Yes. By the. Which shall not be mentioned, but may have involved needles. <laughs> and tattoo. And tattoo. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, and you were up for it. I was up for yeah. it, but it should never be discussed. <laughs> and definitely not on the podcast. But, uh, <laughs> but I, th- I think I'm most. I think the tribe thing has really got me, because I spent the, much of my first two years in ministry eating alone in a little chef. Mm. And it almost spiritually killed me thankfully I had good people it didn't physically kill me but <laughs> spiritually it really crushed me and it wasn't till I found a couple of people who brought me into their tribe that I sort of came out of that and so th- I think this year I'm looking at all those people and all the people that are going to be on there and say actually how can I do what those two people did to me when I was in my early 20s and I was struggling how can I walk with people cheer them on buy them breakfast tell them they're doing great give them some resources tell them they're loved tell them they're part of something bigger and that that's all I'm not looking forward to a thing this year I'm looking forward to this idea of building the tribe and all the stuff that will come from it yeah, all the resu- yeah exactly yeah, but yeah, what that in. stuff is we don't know yet. yeah that ties in with the I was just thinking when you said the word networking for me I think this year is just networking which ties in with the yeah with what, you, what you just said Mike <laughs> It's good that we employed her then, isn't it? It all yeah. works. Yeah. And she really likes breakfast, Ben. Oh, or just food. Yeah. When I'm not fasting. Good. When you're not fasting. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to have to sort out this fasting. <laughs> <laughs> it's in a contract. She can't make anyone fast. Okay. I mean, I... I, I might make you feel bad, though. That'll make you fast. <laughs> I will. Well. If you know anything about me, if you're fasting, I will intentionally start eating things in front of you. <laughs> yeah, but... I've worked at Evan Saint, so I've mastered the art of being able to be eaten in front of and be fasting. It's about balance. I feel it's important I eat more while you're fasting. Yeah. Yes. Balance out the universe. Yeah. Although I, it would be helpful because Ellie told me her heart for fasting isn't just giving up food, it's being able to focus on something and pray about something. And I thought, actually, that's no bad thing. I need to be doing that. Yeah. So I doubt I'll be fasting. 40 days like she is I mean all of that but I'm, I'm doing a fast when I'm back at uni after mocking with one of my non-Christian friends actually said wow. they were really interested in the concept so I said do a fast with mm. so they're going nice. be meditating at the end of the day and I said yes let's do that and then we can also do a little prayer together uh, nice so I like that, that in. <laughs> uh, well I'm coming up to my anniversary of going vegetarian for Lent so we might do that again well, that's 40 days isn't it yeah yeah so you have done a 40 day fast only yeah, but vegetarian's not that difficult, really, is it? Uh, You're getting dairy and sugar. That's like stopping living for forty days. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> sugar is hard. I it was going to say I don't think I can do it. I, when I'm tired, I just need a Coca-Cola. There's, there's no other no other you source. You just energy. eat an orange. That's natural sugar. Oh, does that count? Yeah, you can. Yeah, like I'm talking like unhealthy, oh, refined okay. Has stuff. Has anyone ever got a sugar rush from an orange? <laughs> Sixteen of them. Well, when you haven't had any sugar, yeah, and then you eat orange, then you'll probably be pinging off the walls. Anyway. Sorry. Let's do that in 40 days' time. Let's video that one. <laughs> Ellie. One of our new challenges. Yeah, yeah. Just One's 40 days up. Um, first week of Feb. Yes. First week of Feb, we're going to be doing a live uh, Facebook event with Ellie giving her a cow and uh, refined sugar. Well, I fast just, it. just a cow. I've done I've done a fast on sugar before and then I obviously broke my fast and I had cake and stuff at my church and I honestly felt like I was 
want yeah, it to be running around. Running running around. I, it was. It's almost like I felt like I understand why Cohen, my son, goes crazy when he's had sugar because that's how I felt. I felt like I'd been drinking. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't want to say that <laughs> on the bus. Yeah. <laughs> I was at a wedding with my friend Nick once years ago. If Nick's listening, Nick Craig, you know who you are. <laughs> and there was bowls of skittles on the wedding tables, and he'd had a glass of wine and ate like a bowl of these skittles. And he's like a grown man, and he was doing laps of the wedding venue. He went absolutely insane. <laughs> Bowl of Skittles. I know Skittles E-numbers. are particularly bad. They are just but pure sugar. Anyway. Yeah. Eddie's got to go. She's got to go and pick up Co. Brilliant. That's yeah, well, in, in the next five, five minutes. And we're done. Five yeah, minutes. we're done. This is uh, great. Do we want to do a summary word for the year? What do you think your new word of the year is going to be? We've got to get one out of Ezekiel 37. You can change it up if you need to. Can I? But... No, I I'm think. Stone. Oh, this is one word. But what is your year of 2020? What's your word going into it? So we had impact. You know the Bible year. better than me, so. <laughs> um, I don't know. Well, well, I think there's a couple of those ones in that passage. I think the breath is where do we want to breathe life? I think life is one, and stands one as well. So God breathing life into things, and enabling people to stand. An army as well. Yeah. So I, I can't go for our word it'll be that end bit of Ezekiel 37 I think I'm going to go for mine it's a little bit corporate but I do quite like it momentum of I want everything we do to sort of be building yeah. momentum and building snowball uh, and not just to grow for the sake of growth but to be feeding into everything else I like that mm. well I'll think of one yeah great you have a word no I'll just go with everything Mike just said <laughs> Perfect employee. <laughs> I agree with Mike. Give me a couple more podcasts and then I'll be taken over. <laughs> That's fine. I don't mind that too. And as it's been cut, we won't be singing the outro song, but I will take this opportunity to remind you it exists. And if you want to hear it, listen to the earlier podcasts because <laughs> it's my favourite thing Mike's ever done. <laughs> I, used right. to, I used to sing out. My... You're welcome to do it now. Well, I can't end. remember it now. No, me I had to listen back one, a beatbox on one year. Oh, nice. It was the lowest I have ever demeaned myself <laughs> in the history of the world. <laughs> and I've mooned at the Grand Canyon. Oh wow. Did it moon you back? Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop that. <laughs> 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 okay, that's the perfect place to stop. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs>